love of wrestling goes. I hope y'all ready, because we ready. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Happy New Year. We love wrestling is back. It's Trady, as you know. We got a special conversation today. Um, look out tomorrow. Our Women on Wednesday is coming back. But today, we get Cal from Black Wrestling Podcast. We get Brian H. Waters from the Wrestling Room. We have Tay, the woman behind Black Girl Magic. And Nicole, we love wrestling Nicole, also with Down for the Count. And we just talk about the things that's been happening in the wrestling community these last couple of days. Talk about the mental health, because what's been going on does affect the mental health. But let's get right into it. Let's not play with it. Watch part of it on YouTube, but you get the full thing here. And thank y'all for coming and listening. Welcome to the We Love Wrestling Spot. Today we got something special. You know, a lot of things have been going on out here in the wrestling community, and I felt like I needed to go get some people who I highly respect and invite some people who I highly respect on so we could have a conversation just to get the feelings out there so we know where everybody's staying with it. Um, to first start off, you know, we got Nicole from down for the count. You know, she's We Love Wrestling. If I love wrestling, she loves wrestling, so we love wrestling. Then we have joining us Brian H. Waters. If you don't know Brian H. Waters, you, you, you in a cave or something. He also runs with <laughs> the wrestling realm, um, but Brian H. Waters. Um, I am pleased to announce that you probably see uh, this podcast a lot more doing things with us, uh, different members of it. Um, but I like to call him Calisto. I like to call him, uh, he do calisthenics out here, you know what I'm saying? Well, we got Cal from the Black Wrestling Podcast, you know what I'm saying? And back last June, I believe it was last June, correct me if I'm wrong, it was it last June? I think it was last June. There was a show that went down called Black Girl Magic. The person that we have here is the person that's behind that card. I'm glad to have her here. Uh, we'll bring her back because we got to have a different conversation also. <laughs> but we have Tay. How are y'all doing today, man? Hi. Doing good. Doing good. Good, man. Blessed. Living last life. Time, living life. Okay. Last time I had everybody on here, um, it was about like a lot of podcasts. It was about mental health. So I'm just going to ask you. Uh, with things going on in the wrestling community, if people don't know, how is y'all mental health doing right now? Jeez, it's uh, you learn how to use like your mute words and you know like what avenues because like there, there's sometimes in in the discourse I'm like you know what y'all I'm I'm a, I gotta go you know I got I gotta go to YouTube and, and, and watch something not in pro wrestling because uh, this it'd be like two or three things that and it's not even like all the pro wrestling it's it's like within this community like a day two three scandals or situations like it's a lot i i got work too much i uh had to go and watch cobra kai um fact season four yeah facts i've been watching that to keep my mind off a lot of things well tay i mean let's let's open up to you uh yeah um so i've uh been in the rest well i loved wrestling my whole life uh started to like really get into like doing things in the wrestling world um it'll be a year next month and yeah it's a it's a it's a ringer it's hard it is 
especially hard, you know, being a uh, black woman in the business. But, um, you know, you learn, like he said, to uh, just not uh, try to uh, put yourself in like certain um, discourse or, um, you know, I like to, you know, some days just not even be on Twitter for two to three days. <laughs> just avoid like all social media. Um, but yeah, uh, it, it can get hard. It, it can definitely get really hard. Brian H., let me ask you, how does it feel like when you see the, the discourse going on, but you like, man, I, I, I don't need to be inside this? How do you navigate that, man? Um, video games, to be honest with you, uh, that's been helpful. Um, you know, for some reason I've been on a WCW kick. I actually just got off Twitch playing <laughs> WCW mayhem. And, and wow. as bad as that game was, it was, um, it was the one that I wanted to play because it had like that era of WCW. I was just watching on Peacock mm-hmm. a few days ago. Um, but I, I realized this, right. And, and I'm trying to not sound arrogant when I say this, Uh-oh. but Everybody don't have the same level of wrestling intelligence Thank as you. we all do Thank on you. this panel, right? Thank you. So a lot of times what will happen is I start seeing people just start spitting at the keyboard. Right. And I say, you know what? They just don't know anybody. And then you 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 got your you know your group chats that you can go to or or your 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 couple friends that you may go to when you want to say things that you can't tweet. Facts. Whether you want to agree or disagree in silence, that's that's know. that's that's big trade over there. That that's yeah. the one. Like, hey, 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 yeah. You know what? And, and that's what I love the big bro about that because, especially if it's something rather than tearing somebody, let's say this hasn't happened with me, but I'm gonna use me as an example, right, and create a scenario. Let's say I say something off the wall. He gonna come at me. Hey, let's talk about this. Now, why did you just say this? Or what made, why do you feel this way? It's not a thing where it's going to be that back and forth public attack, right? You know, and that's the thing. Now, it's going to be some situations. Um, <laughs> I'm going to put myself out there. I ain't going to tell y'all who I was talking to in protection of that person. Uh-oh. But it's been some situations where I'm going to say, you know what? I'm going to ride with Black Wrestling Podcast on this one. I don't care what y'all think. Y'all might, if you know, you know. But it's like, they family. So I'm going to ride with them on this one, right? But then there's sometimes where it's other situations where it may not be, people that's not family, and I agree or I disagree, but maybe it's not meant for public consumption. So the way I balance things out, you know, a lot of times is getting into, you know, the smaller discord where I can have those, intelligent conversations because i just understand a lot of people just don't know and it's okay now nicole uh you you got a difference you know you're a black woman also out here in these wrestling streets and let me tell y'all something man leave these black women alone because y'all y'all go and direct y'all stuff directly at black women when somebody else can say the same thing that this black woman has said but you were purposely go over and and then want to argue with, with women stop it but right. i mean nicole what, um, do do? what do i do um honestly 
I just work so much. So whenever, because nine times out of 10, when I'm like interacting or doing anything with wrestling, that's during the day, my ass is at work. So I'm like, you know what? I said, these people are tripping. Like, again, like I loved how you met message, like mentioned like the group chats. I will go off in my other various group chats and be like, hey, like, look at this shit that's going on. Like, all right, peace out. I'm going to pretend to do my job for a few hours and like get rid of it. But if I'm at home and just to like disconnect, um, I did this the other day because I was unfortunately was in isolation because I had COVID. So I was like, man, what type of wrestling like makes me happy or what's something I really like that I haven't watched in a while? I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch some old ass 205 live. And that's what I did. I did not tweet. I did not go on Instagram. I didn't go on any dumbass Facebook groups, nothing. I literally sat my ass in my bed and watched like entire two years worth of 205 Live. I and respect it's just it. mm-hmm. what, I, yeah, and what I think I, my just is just my advice whenever, because I know, especially us being us people, uh, people, well, specifically black folks, when we kind of need to disconnect when there's just like a lot going on, like whether it's be like people talking outside their neck or it's just us getting discredited or trying to talk down to whether it's people like Swole or anyone and vice versa. I, my recommendation is to circle back to what you truly enjoy about wrestling. Like leave that and be like, go find something that you really like. Like if you want to go watch Lucha Underground all night, go do that. I highly recommend it. Or he was like, you know what? I'm literally going to watch every Harlem Heat match I can find. Go do that. That's my recommendation. So you don't let people like the outside bullshit take away from your love of the love of the business or love of the product or love of wrestling. Go find something that really solidifies why you fell in love with this in the first place. And all of that bullshit fades. Man, um. I mean, you said it. I don't want to skate around it anymore. Uh, what actually got us here? So, diversity. Well, let me preference this before I go into it. I know companies are diverse. I know. I know this. They're so freaking diverse. My goodness, they're diverse. They're diverse as hell. Thank you for disclaiming um, this. <laughs> but when you talk about diversity. What's behind the diversity? Like, uh, just a good example to show just off top. I, I went and I looked up something. So the Lucha Bros, new tag team champions, like those guys. They wrestle good. They've been on Dynamite twice since All Out. Okay. Um, well, I'm lying. They was on, they was in a 10-man tag, whatever. But it was a Saturday night dynamite against FTR. They lost. The AAA titles. Before they got to All Out, they really hadn't been on TV in like three, four months. And then they won two uh, tag elimination match and boom, got that. Now, if we go back to when the Young Bucks were the champions, and I understand their EVPs, they outside of maybe twice when Adam Cole showed up were not on. Uh, we're, we're on Dynamite. The Lucha Bros are like gated to Rampage now as the tag champions. Why are your champions not getting that shine on a regular Dynamite card? Like, it's the way that you, they're giving a push. 
uh, I won't even go into the women right now. But what is y'all diverse as hell? But the way y'all present present the diversity to us is totally different than the way y'all present them other people. So how do I mean? Are they gonna fix this or do they even care? Because you know. The, the the Joker card everybody throw at us. Oh, they got diversity. You know, their champions are blah 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 blah. Well, it's it's because it's it's like uh, it's it's they're checking off things off the list. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, was there a person of color bet? You know, was there someone from the LGBTQ community bet? You know, and then you know where was the elite and you know all that shit in MJF? Like that's what it feels like. It's it's. It's kind of it's it's troubling when, what what I saw one tweet. I I apologize. I, I forget who said it, but when the situation went down, when Tony Khan put his tweet out, and they were like, he not only disswole, but he mentioned all the black people that was on the show and still had enough space to promote Rampage that night. Like it's it's a little troubling. It, it feels like it's it's just like a like a, a line item being added sometimes, you know, and, it, and it, it, they may not, they may not feel that way because they probably don't know. Like, I, I don't know what black people are influential backstage at AEW, what black people that Tony Khan knows to draw for, because if he's booking the show and he's writing these things like you, there, there's certain cultural things that you don't know because you're not around people. And uh, I think those are the, uh, the, it's telling the way, he responds to some of that criticism and, it, and it's not hate. I've seen a lot of people read headlines and they made it uh Tony Khan is racist situation when that was not, that's it's not what Swole said. Go back and listen to the podcast. It's not even what was in the transcript. Cause I read the transcript before I, I, I listened to the podcast and it, none of that stuff was even in there. So I don't know if it's the fans that are reading the headlines or if it's Tony reading the headlines, but they entered the situation wrong. But I think it's because they don't care. They're going to tell you they're diverse. And when if you if you question them, they're going to say, well, look at, you know, Lucha Bros was on Saturday. Jade Cargill wrestled on Dark. Or like, it'll be whatever the, the, the fluff answer is. But like you're saying, it's they're not naturally being put in the storylines. We're, we're not seeing them. You're not seeing black folks shine like that. Even a Scorpio Sky, he got the brass ring. That's the one joke. Like, he grabbed the brass ring and then what? And that was a minute ago. Yo, he grabbed the brass ring in the same week that brass ring was done. And then even after... All right. Hold on, I've said this on the podcast before. Everybody talked about him winning that brass ring. So he won it at that pay-per-view. Then Wednesday, he faced Darby. But right after Darby beat him, I think somebody else came out, which totally, like, canceled out, okay, using that match because they moved straight to another angle. Like I see them do this. Was it Brian Cage that came out? Maybe it was because that was a minute ago, right? Yeah, it was like it was Brian Cage who came out. He was beefing with Team Taz at that point. I'd I'd assume anyway. It feels like it was a bit ago. Yeah, because you know it was like Scorpio. I feel like it was Brian Cage that came out. He got that title, and then they got on Dynamite. He lost the match, and like I mean, he wasn't even out the ring yet until the next person was coming out and it was like Scorpio he did whatever Scorpio did let you did. know where you at when you when you coming out it's like the jobber entrance right 
you know, when you're exiting and they already yeah. moving on to the next person. I mean, we've been watching wrestling long enough to know how something's presented. And that tells you everything you need to know right there. Exactly. Oh, man. Um, Tell you what's up. It's just, ah. it's, a little, it's just disheartening. Go ahead. Oh, uh, also, no, you can go on. It's just Cal to, to the tweet you was talking about. Uh, <laughs> it was Lola Blue. Shout out to uh, shout out to Lola. Uh, she y'all see her on here soon. We love wrestling Black Fridays, but she said, "Son, you named your black roster and then insulted this woman and plugged the show in less than 120 characters." It's crazy, That's crazy. To me. That's crazy. And he, and he hasn't even followed it up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, he yeah, I'm, no. um, yeah, that's why I would like to stay. Um, it's one thing, um, to say something like that. Um, and not even like you know, before you even it seems like you know, it was a very hot handle tweet, like he probably just heard it, tweeted it out. Um, still uncalled for. You're supposed to be a professional, you own a business. Um, and then to not even apologize or acknowledge, but send out other employees. Um, it's a very like seemingly seems like you know using your employees to kind of do your business for you. And I mean, I will especially about the women's division. I just have a lot to like necessarily say. Um, you know, I love wrestling and I you know it's a new business and they they preach change and you know we do need change but at this point with this situation he's kind of shown me like at least on a woman's standpoint time and time again that he just doesn't care um he likes and you know he likes to use numbers that's his go-to all the time is you know I have this many viewers and this so when it comes to this and issues with like WWE, if they don't necessarily like care about us, then we need to fight them back with numbers. And if their numbers diminish, then they'll start listening to us because you're taking money out of their pockets. And that's what talks, unfortunately. Facts. Cause, yeah. uh, man, um, I don't, she just said a lot right there. Cause, uh, <laughs> If you go no, into the shows, cool, but still support the independent people. Go here, Brian. Well, that, that's the thing, right? Um, it ain't like with WWE where, let's say we get mad at the company. Well, that's the only place we can really support a Bianca Belair outside of our other endeavors, right? We, like, we support a YouTube channel and stuff like that, but, you know, that's where we see her. So in a sense, like, he's not... I always said, like, you know, yeah, letting the wrestlers do these indie shows can backfire you on that way because, like, you just said, Trey, well, I can just go <laughs> watch these people at these indie shows, and I don't have to tune in to TNT or PBS. You know what I mean? And, and my issue, like, as I'm a huge women's wrestling fan, and I've always said, like, y'all keep talking about, okay, we're giving these opportunities. And it seemed like every time somebody leaves or gets released, y'all just grabbing them. And then the women keep getting move further and further down the card unless you're Britt Baker, you know, and they keep moving further and they're not getting these prominent stories, right? They talk about representation. 
Sonny Kiss and Joey Janela, two of their initial signees program was pushed to dark, not on TBS or TNT. Like that should have been a program that, you know, climax at on dynamite, you know, because if you, I was going to say, don't forget swollen Diamante too. That was a banger of a storyline and it never touched dynamite. Never. And that's the, another issue when we talk about diversity, get why, why are we not main event worthy? Why aren't we worth the television? If it's the, if it's the networks, that's the issue. Okay. You want to talk about everything else? Go ahead and say that. No, you're not going to do that because you ain't going to mess up the money, you know? And at the end of the day, to me, AEW made a bunch of promises that they couldn't keep. You know, they talked about what health insurance and all this stuff, not realizing it's not so easy to get health insurance. Colt Cabana talked about that in 2013, how he was trying to get health insurance. And he said he was a podcaster. And when they started doing their digging, oh, wait a minute, you're a professional wrestler. No, nah, we can't insure you, buddy. So it's like, don't come out here saying all this stuff if you can't back it up. And that's the biggest issue with that. So, uh, y- y'all did talk about the the, the the TK tweet, the Tony Khan tweet. Um, not gonna say he's racist with the tweet. I will say he just saw a headline and and said something out there, and then put out some stuff that I don't care who you are. He shouldn't have put that out. Um, but let's open up a lot of these. It's coat like over there. No offense to nobody, but it's coat like. It, it didn't open up a lot of these fans to talking crazy out here um, to Swole and to other black women. Do you feel like that message, no matter what he was trying to do, is more harmful? Because it kind of created a divide. And I thought AEW is supposed to make the wrestling community better. Um, My... And this is just like my platform, like down for the count, not just me on it, just us in general have been saying for a while that all of he said was just to reel us in because, and I don't think I've talked about it yet because I don't have all my numbers um, all together for it. And I think I want to use it for a podcast episode about how valuable the black dollar is, especially to things that we like we will pour like us as like a community and as a race will pour so much money into things that we like and they become successful and we see this all the time they become successful and they seem like oh like oh that's high fashion or that's or that's top tier entertainment and what happens it gets taken away from us so we have the most valuable dollar out of any quote-unquote group when you really break it down so i feel like he they capitalize off of that or trying to capitalize off of that especially they know black folks who love wrestling because you know we'll we'll go to the shows we're the ones not these crusty dudes who are sitting in a fucking two sweet shirt that they haven't changed that they haven't washed in three months we're the ones who are buying buying the replicas. We're the ones who are get uh, going to Axis and buying up all this stuff. We're the ones who are going to like sitting front row, going to doing all this entertainment, free promotion. Like we're the ones who are driving, f- like 
some like some of the most driving forces within this industry in general, minus the um, and this is not and also I mean I'm not accounting it, but also I think a big avenue of it is obviously like the Asian fans, Japanese, blah blah blah. But that's another conversation. Um, and I feel like it's just like a bunch of horseshit. Um, I know previous people are trying to say that he was having um, trouble pushing black stars because of network and that, which I, again, is bullshit. They're on TNT, TBS. They don't care what they do. As long as they get ratings and they don't do anything overly extreme that they're going to lose sponsors. So that's, I was like, okay, nip that in the bud. Cause that's a lie. Um, I don't. And then it's just the fact that he felt so comfortable tweeting about that discrediting and just like, it's like he didn't even respect swole enough to diss her in a own separate tweet. Like Lola, but he just jumbled in with a bunch of other other shit and underhanded, which continues to disrespect the black woman, not only within the industry, which is very prevalent, but also in society in general. And then that also really bothered me on a standpoint. I was like, you quote off, was like, your chief brand officer is a black woman, but you felt comfortable just dissing this girl, not even throw away. And like, I don't know, Brandy. I don't know, Brandy. Huh? Yeah. I think so when he never even mentioned her in that. Is team. she the chief brand officer? Because yeah. he said, you know, we got two brown people in the front and Brandy name didn't even come up. So I, I, I think she is listed I as think a CBO. He's talking about on an executive yeah. level, like like the people mm. who are like, quote unquote, like, again, I think she technically is. I know um, Tony said this a while ago, like a lot of the EVPs like lost a lot of their power. Just because it quote unquote didn't make sense since they're on TV, they shouldn't have as much power, so they regulated them to doing certain things. So I don't know what Brandy's certain thing is. I know before he's tried to say that she was helping run the, the women's division, which is a lie. I mean, and Swole has said before, has been saying people what we've been hearing for over a year how there is no structure especially there is no structure within the women's division and my thing is is that how everyone is trying to make it a race issue which it is to certain which it is because obviously we wouldn't be here talking about it but it's also utilization and the respect of women on the roster which he does not have sans take conti and Britt baker because that was her main when she was on her podcast. And then when, obviously, also, if you read the transcript, her main issues was making sure is getting the woman to a place that they need to be because they deserve it. Best. And I feel like people nitpicked this and made it a whole issue when I was like, her main issue is the women's division. I was like, but everyone's glossing about that because surprise, because all you have and then that's what i really really hated the conversation again i don't like talking about continental breakfast but she was one of them who tried to use her being brazilian and she has an accent <laughs> and blah 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 and i was like and she's done this before and i was like you can't i just didn't like how they were just continuously downplaying Swole's experience as a black woman because it's easy to do that because it's been done for centuries and who fucking cares how we feel and I'm just tired of that happening and I think that's and that's why I have been so loud about this because I'm tired of it and I'm not going to let someone 
like Swole, who does so much for the community and who's such a good person, I'm not letting her fight that by herself. So I'm going to be loud. You can disrespect me all I want, so I'm just going to come up with the combat. But I'm not going to let you try to discredit someone who's done so much, who is the reason Britt, Beck, Britt Baker is the level she has. Is Talk to right him. Because of Big Swole. Talk to him. So... I'm just over it. And I was like, I will continue to be loud. I will be on this neck. I've been on Tony Khan's neck for almost two years. I feel like we should have an anniversary at this point. And I am continuing to do so because don't make promises you can't keep just because you wanted my fucking money. And I'm over it. That's facts. It's big facts. And wasn't it, I saw on the, it was funny because that night, um, people were digging up a, a conversation of his from was it April or August where he was praising Swole. I think yeah. she's good in the ring. Like it's it's funny how yes. all of the sudden when you don't really even read the transcript, let alone listen to the podcast and get the context, all of a sudden she's not that good in the ring. And then these people that were talking about that cult, they digging up clip. And mind you, I saw one tweet. They were they're like, yeah, Swole's bad. And it was maybe it was two spots from two different matches. Now, when I watch AEW, and I'm not I'm I'm not trying to disrespect, but that style, that flippy spot, that style, that motherfuckers be botching. Like you know, you you're flying through the air, and a lot of these cats, they're not they don't have a lot of experience. Not like WWE doing house shows, you know, multiple times a week. Like they they're getting their reps in live on TV. That MJF Dante Martin match I watched, I was like, some of that stuff, it was like, some stuff looks a little shaky. But like, that's what happens on AEW. So, but you're not going to tell me, baby. you're not going to point to Swole and be like, Swole trash. Like, I didn't see everything else that's been happening in the last year. I've been watching sometimes. It's y'all it, do good shit, but it's not always. It's not the, the thing with the WWE. You may not like the style, but you know, you know what that style is going to be, and regardless of the ending of the match, the the, the finish or whatever, where the storyline's going, the, the bell to bell, it's going to be a competitive, you know, back and forth type situation, unless they want somebody to get, get squashed. AW, it's people are Darby Allen's falling off the top rope and just like hopefully he lands on you sometimes. It's, it's it, it it you can't I'm just you can't be like swole is trash and that's why she's not here when months back you were talking about how good she was and you know like nicole said like you know a number of people are trying to point out your top dog Britt baker wouldn't be where she was if it wasn't for the work because that and that was swole because wasn't Britt out yeah she mm -hmm. wasn't even cleared she, broke, the she had her her leg or her ankle Yo, she was literally was in a wheelchair it's wild. They they was talking about that, and Swole actually talked about that match. You know, what I'm saying people's like that's the worst match, and on the podcast, Swole let it be known everything with that match, and they couldn't do none because Britt wasn't going to wrestle. She wasn't ready, uh, and oh. that's why I had a problem with that retweet and that like. You know, because she was quick with that one too. Very quick, and, and honestly, I will never know what it's like to be a woman, but I would think in a day and age that. Agree in silence or disagree in silence, but don't come on a platform dissing when you see a man dissing another woman, you know. Uh, because in the locker room, you're supposed to have that brother and sisterhood, right? Brown talked about it all the time, where yeah, we supposed to go out there and protect each other. Like him and Shawn Michaels had a beef 
But when it came to the in the ring stuff, he wasn't going to go out there and hurt him, you know? And, and, and that's the approach. Like if I got a problem with Cal and somebody say something about him on the internet, I'm not going to go out there and be like, Oh, such and such, you know, because at the end of the day, we both black men in this industry trying to make it, you know, we'll handle our issue behind closed doors. And that's what I like. I'm like, you really out here hitting a like and a retweet button. Are you supposed to be at a wedding? Enjoy yes. <laughs> oh, you know, did you like find people that retweeted that tweet? Those I ain't even go through all that. Oh, yeah, no, I, got that a, I got a screenshot of a list. I figured <laughs> listed of people. So Nicole, yeah. um, especially, and again, it's like I don't like talking about us, especially where it can be misconstrued. Like I had mm-hmm. a really big problem with Hobbs as well. Whatever Ooh. stuff he said again, he works for there. Oh. I'm not gonna. There's neither here or there. But I just was also very upset of the lack of the black men that are within that company that just didn't feel right to say something. And it's not only that. It's like y'all know her husband. Like mm-hmm. he'll go back there and he'll like. Hey, just give y'all a short break if y'all made it this far. Tomorrow we will release our Women on Wednesday with Kayla Sparks. If you don't know Kayla Sparks, come check out the interview. Also, Wednesday at 6 p.m., her Against the Rope series where she is the executive producer. They will be making an announcement of where that will be start streaming at. So come back tomorrow, Women on Wednesday. Check out Kayla Sparks. Great conversation. And let's get back into this combo. He'll kick it with you guys and you like have rapport like you know her and i know and i again it's like i don't know if i was if i was centric i would feel a certain way and i'm like y'all worked with my wife and y'all just gonna let her get dogged like this mm-hmm. just so you can worry about a paycheck because y'all ain't doing nothing but sitting in catering or maybe show up on dark every once in a while or show up on well not rampage right now because it's not it's gonna be the hook show soon so it's like we're like we're like what are we getting like where are we getting from this i think and that's what also made me upset and that's another reason why we're going so hard because i feel like as is a community and it's like we all know like how hard it is to be to be a black wrestler especially be a woman black wrestler and y'all just like we're just like oh like i'm like just gonna stick like no like that's some bitch shit like i don't care and that's what I was saying. I was like, I'm to the point and we're like, I'm not um, promoting anything from them. I'm not going to a show. I'm not um, spending a dollar. Yes, we're only four people, but I feel like if we more have that mentality, that's the only way. And like he said before, um, they're not going to care until their pockets start hurting. And that's just what we need to do. Yo, uh, you brought up Will Hobbs. I, I, you know, uh, Will Hobbs is one of those like king cards that they like to play on us and everything. So I, I, I just went through looking, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, the CM Punk, that was his moment, right? Everybody was mm. telling you tune in for Will Hobbs versus CM Punk. Yep. So, yeah. No offense to nobody. This, this is just facts. I'm not giving opinions right now. This is just facts of what happened. So, Will Hobbs. You uh lost to Adam Page in June on Dynamite. Then after that, you were relegated to Dark and Dark Elevation. Here are the names that you beat. 
Marco Stunt, Baron Black, Travis Titan, Lucas Chase, Sean Dean, Brian Cage on Dynamite. Then you were able to beat Dante Martin on Dynamite to set you up for CM Punk. But after you lost to CM Punk at Grand Slam, we saw you about three weeks later and you lost to Orange Cassidy on Rampage. Then you're back to dark. And here go the names again. Danny Adams. Number 10 and number 5 because he was in a tag match with Ricky Starks. Jason Strife. Irvin Legend and Lucas Chase. Um, a six-man, JT Dunn, Kiowa, Omkar. And then your most recent, you beat Colt Cabana. What what are they doing? That's the thing. Like what what? He doesn't all of have these, a storyline. I was like, all of these wins would be great if it was moving towards like if if Dark had a title or he was moving towards like a a, a tournament spot or a title match on Dynamite. But he's not injected into anything. He's just beating people. That's oh, what they were doing with Braun Strowman. You gotta look at the people who beat him though. Yeah. You know? You know, Chris Jericho and Orange Cassidy, mm-hmm. Orange Cassidy, CM Punk, Adam Page, uh, Jungle Boy, Christian Cage. Oh, wow. You can't beat none of the Jungle Never Boy. Mind. I think that was in the, uh, that, that was in that, uh, that, uh, that was, that was in that, uh, that battle royal they had. Where you know Jungle Boy, you know they set Jungle Boy up for the future, where he got to face Kenny Omega. He got a lot of offense in there too, right? Like Powerhouse was really doing his thing in that, right? Yeah. I mean, at least enough yeah, to at least make bit. it make sense to set it up for Jungle Boy to win at the end and make him look good. I guess that's what that is. That what they're doing with him? He's just the monster that the the next Savior's got to knock down. <laughs> I don't know. Like Sorry. everything Sorry. they're doing with Wardlow. How come that's not Will Hobbs? Because people know people are ready for Warlord. They know Warlord gonna crap. Why isn't that same energy put into a Will Hobbs? They can do two things at once. You could say the same thing to Ricky Starks. He's the leader of Team Taz. He's a complete star. Why, man? Don't get started. Hey, okay, Tay. You brought this up. I gotta say this one thing. So today. Someone told me, and I'm just going to read it to you. Oh, no, don't break my heart. At Battle of the Belts, since everyone's talking, AEW should run Leo Rush versus Ricky Stars for the FTW Championship. That way you can see that two black stars can battle for a championship in AEW, and they'll tear the house down. Now, they will tear the house down. But I have no earthly idea what that FTW Championship even means or what's this for? Yeah. I thought Ricky Starks was gonna make me care about it, but I don't know what's going on with him. They don't even got Ricky Starks out here. You know what I'm saying? He but, was injured, right? But I don't know what his status is right now. I think he was legit. He, 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 he was he injured, injured at some point. They said bad. he wasn't injured. He, he said he was good. Now he was, yeah. but he's been clear for a while now. And you know, so yeah, he's been clear for a while. And well, he's off Twitter, so I can't tweet and ask him. Um, I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm I would just, just, um, I would just also like to state, um, 
with the current state of the women's division and it's gone somewhere but like i don't really see um because i'm more of i like wrestling from a storyline perspective Mm. um and i don't understand the tbs championship as um it's a great idea if we had more chances for the women but to me because of how they are marketing it and they're pushing jade it just seems like we had to have a belt be made to Mm. kind of shut us up and you know it's just also i'm gonna say something else in the fact of it's you know i who was it somebody told me and i can't i don't know I don't remember who, but it was a good point of like most athletic competitions, most sports um, is done by who is better than everyone else. Like, you know, who is better? Um, you know, football, you you have to be the best in your spot to get that spot. Why is it that um, the an, an athletic standpoint of wrestling don't say shows, it. Yeah, don't say it. <laughs> Okay, then I won't say it, but you know what I mean, right? Ah, <laughs> don't say it. I know exactly what you, you mean. You know, <laughs> nah, hell, say it. Um, why is it that this sport, uh, entertainment, um, it's not, you know, um, definitely some people would probably be better at the sport than others, but um, you, you know, I just um, I'm not. Basically, what she's saying is wrestling is a predetermined sport, and it's one of the only sports out here that every other sport you see, you know what I'm saying, it's the only sport that white men dominate the way they do. Um, so, let me, let me, let me say this. Back from you like that, let, you let me, they got to have something, you know, got to have something. Let me say this. This is all, all, all the black people came in and took over basketball, taking over college football now, taking over football. Golf and I'm a, NASCAR. I'm a sh- shout to my brother Math, brother Math Damon. Um, well, years ago, when we, matter of fact, when we first started seeing uh Bianca Belair when she was in NXT, but and he, b- before she really started making her moves, um, and you look at her background and you see Binky. what what she's done, and she, I mean, she is, you know, he he he's he. he He's the first person I heard use the term superior athlete. You know what I'm saying? They're just, they're, they're they're good, but they're they're like, oh, it's the reason why Mark Henry says he told WWE to get her. Now, you know, to take point, Bianca is Booker Carter most improved. I don't know. If I, li- I don't like that terminology in this situation. But Bianca, 2021, she owned that front to back, even if they didn't want to book her right. And people will question why someone would say, why is Bianca not the one? She's she's clearly the best in the division right now. But, and I'm not saying that they, they were wrong in doing it, but when Brock Lesnar decides to come back and they cook the situation where he's going to be the champion, it's Brock's the best in the division. Shut up. It can't, it can't be, you can't have both ways. It's it, it, it's it's a black woman, and granted, Bianca's only been on the main roster for a couple of years. But in that couple of years' time, she's put on. Mm. She got that SB. Like they made history. Y'all y'all booked history for, her, but they made. It's not like she showed up and didn't prove. She showed up and showed the fuck out. Mm. 
who else on the roster is, is, is lifting whole people walking into up the steps into the like come on like what are we talking about right now who picking up otis and dewdrop and dewdrop like what are we talking about right now but th that's just how it is it, 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 we know what it's like still run hurdles you you she when when beyond she did a whole obstacle course including lifting this big ass white man and he's probably saying, like, damn, this is crazy. She really did all that and still lifted me around. Had to yeah. had to play basketball and shit. Like, come on, like all this <laughs> stuff we gotta do just to end up being good enough to be a champion in your eyes. Oh, but Brock's back, so give him the title. And then they get pissed because Brock's back and it's always the same situation. It's just oh, it's man. funny. It's funny how things work like that. Hey, Brock being back, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's gonna turn maybe next week or so. Um, I won't lie. Just off subject a little bit. That Fatal Five Way was chaotic, and I loved it. I, but, I like the chaos. I like the yeah, chaos. I, I like the mm -hmm. chaos. But, I, uh, I was shocked <laughs> by how lit it was. It was I good. Was it like was good. Doing some, hey, yo. I was doing some work from home stuff, and like the first two minutes, I said, "Oh, I, I need." To <laughs> I got watch. Yeah, I got to check this out. They were the dragged until that match. To be honest, Bobby Spears, <laughs> you know, after the first, said, ah! <laughs> yeah, sees planet. Sorry, that's that's how excited I get when I see a black wrestler <laughs> on my TV um, doing something. You know what I'm saying? Looking <clears throat> strong, looking strong in the main event. Yeah, it's it, it's sad. It's sad that the Vince McMahon led company is the one that I have to go to for at the very least consistent black folk in main event title contention. I'm, it's a black king on WWE programming, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, 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 it is what it is, and I understand, but I, they, it, the quarantine made me like Bobby Lashley. Like, what are we talking about right now? But and he was dominant. And, and the thing is, and we start this. And it's also, it's consistent with also other people of color. And then I'm just going to say this really quick, but there was a time, it was during Bobby Lashley was champion. I need to find this screenshot. I took a screenshot including the rosters, the champions from literally all the brand. There was only two white champions. Right, right. Tag and they team and all that. Yeah. Champions. yeah, they weren't even main champions. And I was looking at this. I was like, oh, my God. Oh yeah. It's they, just they I was... never as just something I thought I would never see. And I was like, this is crazy. Why isn't no one talking about this? They was wilding at that point. I well, was we, like, we, wow, they OK? <laughs> we talk about diversity, right? And this is probably this era is the first time in wrestling where you're starting to see diversity amongst black people because we've always known that all black people aren't alike, right? You know, you have some people like when we was at Jabba Slam, it was you had black people who went might have grew up in the streets, but they love wrestling, black people who never been in the streets, black people who computer nerds, all of us. We're different type, we're diverse within ourselves and you're starting to see that you have the street prophets the new day two different type of people lashley a different type of person you know bianca and sasha two different type of black and naomi all three different type of black women and you're finally starting to see that but you're not seeing that over in not all elite wrestling uh, hey all right, <laughs> I'm not messing with him. Um, <laughs> Brian H. Waters, everybody. Brian H. Waters. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not messing with him at all. Um, you can't be doing that. Nah, but 
we always have these conversations, right? So let's, let's flip the conversation. You know what I'm saying? Diversity, equity, want to see our champions. Then people say, hey, oh, let me preface this. I'm about supporting black companies out here. But as some of y'all, y'all got your own issues inside of that. But we're not here to discuss that. But do know it is recognized. We see them. So don't don't know everybody act holier than now. But how do you change that? You know, where you put your money at? You know, we we leave from over here because hey, I don't what what black person would you put in a championship spot right now then? Who's TV ready? I watched the end. I watched the independence. I watched dark. I know who's ready and who's not ready. But how do you get these people up to the forefront? Because you know we retweeting everything, we doing all this. But if they always get to a major company where we want to see them get that check, and then we get hit with the with the, the the checklist that you say they go down and check off. How do we change this? You know, hey. Tay, I see you with Black Girl Magic. I see your company. That's how we change it. But what other ways do we do to change this? Um, it's very simple. Um, you just ignore that check checklist. It's dumb. Um, you I'm tired of people just doing the bare ass minimum anymore. Um, anyone could be TV ready if they really put the effort into pushing them. They just don't want to. They got their people. That's who they're gonna push. You know, um, I think the you know you could buy all the T-shirts in the world. I don't think it like that the person that you think. I don't think it necessarily matters. Um, you know, there are certain people on AEW. They're the same, yet they're different. One gets a bigger push than the other. Um, and I'm not gonna say names, but like, you know, it's just. The only way, you know, is to just, you know, not necessarily, you know, give them the numbers so they can have those checklists. They can have those checklists because you're giving them the, those numbers. Stop giving them the numbers. And if you start supporting people, you know, I'm not even saying this because of Black Girl Magic. There are so many other, you know, you have people like, you know, Trisha Dora going out there with the Pan-African Diaspora Championship. Um, she's about to go against Big Swole. Support that. Go out there and watch that. That's going to be a banger of a match. Um, you know, there, there's so many things. And I think future-wise, it's just kind of like, probably going to have to make something ourselves here <laughs> and uh, push that until, like, you know, it catches fire. Like, you know, how Nicole stated how other things do, you know? Um it's like, you know, with the, the the Jordans, they weren't very popular first, and then now they're everyone's wearing them. So that's how I necessarily feel about it. It's kind of like you just gotta, I guess, ignore. I like, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say this week, then you know, we've always had to when they go low, we go high, right? But I've seen so many people after TK said what he said about Big Swole. That's when you started seeing her counterparts get called out, you know, and when people kept saying, well, you want to say her wrestling isn't good. Look at your champion or look at this one and look at that one. And I think it was one of those things where like black wrestling fans and black wrestling Twitter was like, we're not having this no more. We haven't been nice too long. Now we about to call out 
all the people that you think are good who aren't really that you're shoving down our throats. Trash. Oh, I'm trash. Um, we mentioned <laughs> so one earlier. I'll what happened with you. that? I won't even. He's trash. <laughs> trash. Um, so what happened? PK <clears throat> sent out the tweet. And then people started retweeting and they on to it. Worst recon of Trent Temp there ever after the people did their retweets and everything. So, you know, usually I don't usually mention no names, but mm-hmm. you go at Swole, mm-hmm. Swole fam, you know, been watching Swole since 2017. Shimmer, you know, Rise Champion, everything, all that Chicago area, you know, getting I, down I, with I, Swole. I seen on the We Love Wrestling Instagram stories this man Trey and Swole. They showed up in the Jordan 12s to the spot. The, the, and I know that wasn't even planned. That was just how we rocked. That's 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 that, how that wasn't sorry. planned at all. We just he, he he wowed for that. But yeah, Swole. I, I seen I, it, I, but it's it's like it's so definitive of what Swole means to us. But keep going, keep going. I'll say this since you know, sneakerheads and everything. When sneakerheads see each other, we, we show respect to each other's shoes, and then we was like, yo, let's take this picture. That's what happened. But if you know, you know. But you know what I'm saying? Just out here, and I don't forgot my whole train of thought because he came in with that right there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize. I apologize. I, 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 I apologize. But I was gonna say, I was it's it's <laughs> No, it's it's just sad because, like, I I love what everything Tay says, and I I think that's one major way of doing it. I think, you know, going back to your original question of how do things change, I think one thing I was speaking on earlier is kind of, you know, internally who's who's in certain positions, who has enough uh, influence, enough stroke to say. Oh well, we not only do we want, let's say, Sonny Kiss to be in a particular storyline, but we want that to matter. We want him to get some wins. We want to help have a good back and forth and and, and really build what's going on here. Um, but you you need the people on the on the inside to actually do that. You know what I'm saying? And that's not normally how it goes. It, it, shouts to Kaz. We we had we talk about the new day. And when the new day really started popping off in the WWE, and a lot of that is because they had a writer backstage who understood them, knew their voice, and was able to say, "You know what, y'all are good. Take this thing that just happened on, on, on the timeline this week and work that into your promo." That was magic, and that year and change that Kaz was able to help the new day really, you know, figure out, you know, what what makes them click and what makes them the different black folk that they are, and have them also be superstars on top of that. Again, Biggie just lost the WWE championship. Like it's 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 not rocket science. You just have to if if you claim to be the diverse company, I think you have to have the diversity behind closed doors because how else are you going to know what you're doing? Because again, it because I, I love shouts out to the couple of people I saw, especially the black women who work in public relations. That when that tweet came out, because they were like, this is probably one of the worst examples of how to handle something publicly. You feel what I'm saying? Like it, it, it and if they and if he had a black person, hopefully a black woman, it probably should have been Brandy Rhodes if we want to keep it a buck to be like, hey, you might want to think before tweeting something crazy because you're going to piss off a big portion of the audience. 
maybe we wouldn't even be, we wouldn't be in this situation right now if, if, if you had somebody back there who could have said, uh, TK, sit down. I'm just going to say, like, this is a little alarming that, you know, he'll pop off, like, he's popped off, of course, to um, men before, but, like, he really will, like, like, the time with that one woman, the interviewer, asked a question. He oh, never no, answered that it. question. The sweetest. Yes. He never answered that woman's question. Right. At right. all. And instead turned into, well, I paid these people. And it's like, well, that was not even the <laughs> That's not at all what she asked. She just asked if we're going to have a woman's pay-per-view. To me, that shows like, okay, well, it looks like we're never going to have one the way that you're acting. And it's like, everything is just, uh, well, I did this. So, you know, that should be good enough. And it's like, it's just crazy to me that like, you know, why even have these media media things or anything like this if like you're always just going to be misconstrued or just in general just say outlandish things like this that make it not good you know I, yeah I I, I did want to put I'm okay good good in the midst of us recording a tweet just came out and I feel like. Y'all can't see that, but this tweet just came out. Basically, Black Wrestlers Matters, St. Louis, uh, Big Swole versus Tootie Win. Wow. We just uh, put our names on it. We actually had the conversation uh, December 26th about it, um, mm-hmm. and then the whole thing happened this weekend with it. So <clears throat> put your money up, people, but let's go. Oh, sorry, Callie. Still going. Oh, oh, that's great. And again, perfect example of what you can do to show to to put your money where your mouth is. Support events like Black Wrestlers Matter, Black Girl Magic, Paris is bumping. Anything that Black folk are are, are promoting and putting on, oh. you know, please do that shit. Um, but no, I was just gonna say I do find it funny. And again, I I, I don't. I don't know what TK's politics are. I don't want to call anybody. I don't know what that man's thinking, but. One of the big things, Swole didn't just talk about diversity in terms of skin color. A lot of what she talked about was time that women got on in, in storylines and on TV. And it's funny that, because didn't they just hire Serena Deeb? Like, isn't she officially the one heading their women's division or something like that? He didn't mention any of that in, in this discourse. That would have probably been a much better... I would have said she that. She's just a coach like she was in NXT. But, but I'm saying, like, at, at the very, because all I knew about the, what was going on with the women's division was Kenny Omega was helping do whatever. I, I didn't know what that meant. And it looks like whatever was there wasn't really doing anything. At least having somebody who is could start to give some structure to the the the, the, the women on the roster, I, I would think, I would, I would imagine you'd want to at least ch- find some language to champion that as opposed to knocking down Swole when that wasn't even the point of what Swole was talking about. But we've seen this guy just go off the handle about anything. Like, he should, like, hey, AEW, y'all need a PR team. Like, somebody need to be, take, I'm not shocked because Tony Khan, he did this with a Jacksonville Jaguar player, um, like, three, four years ago. So, I mean, if you 
they in my division with my team. So I expect mm-hmm. a few more blogs to come from Tony Khan because that's just who he is. Um, but that's neither here nor there. To stop talking about these guys, because, you know, uh, the rhetoric in 2022 is uh, we ain't holding back. We just going to say what we got to say. If you don't know Swole, she, if you say something out of line to her, she's just going to put it on the timeline. And you know what the timeline do. <laughs> Make that timeline do. Can you all give me one black event or something going on with blacks in the community or black wrestlers or something just black that the people can get behind so that we know, which we already know, that we are great enough? Just one thing. We'll start with Tay. Uh oh, Tay got us on mute again. Got unmute us, Tay. Oh, I'm I'm uh, thinking. Um, <laughs> oh. I mean, I guess you know, I uh, just check out uh, for for the future, and um, but no, like um, the thing that's coming up is the uh, Fight Club show. I'm pretty grateful, and I'm ready. To see that, you know, that's something very interesting. And black, black wrestling matters. Um, this year, I told myself that I'm going to most definitely support more of the independence that or things that service us, you know, because um, that's how we're going to change this. And it has shown in the past that that works. And so, yeah, that's that's my my goal is to support more of these um, independent promotions that are promoting us and making us look like the stars that we are. So, so fight club is the one grapple that's on February 20th in DC at the DC bra um, go online. All their first row seats are sold out in the VIP, but they do got some more seats. Um, I talked to one of the guys, they said they may have some front row seats come back up just waiting for the event fight thing to go through. Black Wrestlers Matters is February 19th in St. Louis. Um, you can get tickets at blackwrestlersmatters.bigcartel.com. Starts at 6 p.m. Right now, there are 10 matches and uh, maybe one more special match if they can get the two people together. Look out for that next week uh, when we talk to the people behind Black Wrestlers Matters. Um, St. Louis. So that's coming up. KTR, Mike Outlaw, and Hill Camaro. But let's uh, get uh, Brian H. Waters up here because, you know, hey, Brian, before you go, man, um, <laughs> you good? Because I saw you, uh, I saw you going left yesterday. I don't know. You was like, that's why we suck and blah, blah, blah. You good? <laughs> you just had to go there. We thought we was going to get through it without talking about the Ravens, man. Look. <laughs> my quarterback is hurt. I don't want him to play another down the season and come back next year. Revenge to us. Okay. okay. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, uh, black wrestlers that y'all should be getting behind. Of course, I'm going to use this opportunity to promote my uh, client, Amber Rodriguez. Um, for those who do not know, she is black uh, and she's a mad esthetician. The esthetician is. Um, a I, I forgot the definition. Um, but you can go on one Amber Rodriguez at on social media. Um, I don't want to say I, I uh, she's a licensed esthetician, 
but yeah, it's definitely somebody to get behind. Uh, big year coming up. Uh, one of the goals I'm putting it out there right now is my brother Cal's right there is the BRP 50. That is a goal for this year. Uh, as oh, we, we, we watching, we definitely watching <laughs> the reigning and defending revolt pro women's champion. Um, and she has a matchup actually this weekend with Chalance Royale. So that should be a good appointment. But yeah, that's definitely somebody that y'all can get behind. Mm. So to all the black promoters out there, you know, definitely uh holler at her. Mm. Let's uh go ahead with, with Cal there, you know what I'm saying? BRP 50, what up? No, I was gonna say <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't gonna mention the BRP 50 because it is January, but uh Gosh, this year, Juneteenth, it'll be our fourth annual BRP 50 Yo. list where we where we rank. Uh, our, we give our picks of the best black pro wrestlers and men and women in, in, in the industry currently. Um, you know, shout out to the squad. We, we we will fight about that, you know, sometime this Can summer. We get a video. Can we get like, even if, y'all, even if y'all put it behind a paywall. I, you know what? I mean, honestly, there, the, the, we, this year was the, no, last year was the first that we actually recorded the full. It's essentially okay. we, we recorded a conversation, but it got super. Like it literally, like I'm not gonna say. I don't think it's been revealed. Somebody left and was gone for like 20 minutes. It had to come back. And we had to revisit I, the I, conversation. I, I, I remember hearing it was. Uh, it was, but, but again, that's that's just a passion. But um, I did want to say I when 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 you talk about people you want to promote, the one guy that I always see and I'm like, damn, I wish he was on somebody's TV every week is Dash and Chris Bay. Every time that every he had a clip where him and his man's was backstage and they lost their match and he he was looking at the belts on the he I want this I'm gonna take this belt. He looked at dude dude was just like working backstage like give me your belt. I'm gonna take your belt. Like he's he's just in in ter- like his work during you know the last two years for me specifically has been ill and again you talk he's a sneaker head he he makes music he's just a really ill lifelong pro wrestling fan who is, is is out there doing it if you go to black wrestling youtube we 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 have a conversation that we put up with him last christmas um where we got into a lot of um stuff regarding it black panther inspired you know i i just want people to realistically there's a lot of you know we talk about black pro wrestlers black pro wrestling events there's a lot of black content creators i think that the community the way it is right now um i i there's a lot of division when it really shouldn't be, and, and I, I really wish that uh, things could be a little not as political because, even, again, just like we have different black pro wrestlers, different black black pro wrestling events, um, there's a lot of different. We all see the game differently, but I know that all of our aim is to push, you know, and support, you know, th- this thing, and push that forward. So uh, I w- I would just wish it would it would be a lot of less hateration, a lot of less fuckery, and we could really just you know, move towards that, that, that one shared goal. I'm going to get off the pulpit though. I'm not, I'm not the same. I have yeah. Been. Cal, I feel what you're saying, but God's still working on me. Um, God's still working on us, man. God's still forever still working on us. <laughs> no, nah, I ain't got no problems with nobody. Like literally I ain't got no beef with nobody. I've never had beef with nobody. Um, if you don't like what I say, you just don't like what I say. And then you don't, you don't, I don't even see you no more after that. Um, that's neither here or there. Uh, now look, people think I'm bad, but Nicole. Yes. You're gonna put a battery in your back this year. Nah, uh, what's your one of uh, black event 
that people need to be looking at or something going on with podcasters or wrestlers, anything you know, ma'am. Um, I'm glad you mentioned um, Paris is bumping earlier because um, I always advocate for Billy Dixon because I feel like people really sleep on what he's doing in the community, not only as a black wrestler, but also being a black LGBTQ member, which obviously over the years has been getting more highlighted and us getting showcased more not only within wrestling, but also more on a global standpoint. Like you think of like the Lil Nas X's and you think about like the Saucy Santana and just us showing, being like, we're here, we're unapologetic. This is another, and I love how we were talking about like how we're all so different. And I feel like you can't get more different. And we talk about how us as just like just us as black folks like our stuff like the sneakerheads thing like basically gets taken over like there's just so much the the black lgbt community has contributed to fingers and thinking they're sassy and with the quit lines that's where they got it from so it's just kind of we need to highlight those who are changing the game. And Paris's bumping was an amazing example of doing a safe and entertaining and different show during COVID when there still weren't, we still weren't able to have like huge crowds that we were. And I think he just has so much that he's doing and then so much that's going on. And he's, I feel like he needs to be highlighted more. I would want him on TV have give him a mic and have him talk shit about someone and then beat their ass. Mm-hmm. I he's like a Chris Bay. I don't. And then just me personally, it's just me and my the girls at the podcast to just continue to use our voice. Um, and along with we love wrestling, like the swole match, like um, promoting what we can, sponsoring where we can. Um, I'm going to for, force myself to get out of my shell and use my rough training that I got two years ago that I never do with it because I'm scared to put myself out there because yeah. like we were talking about a conversation, real changes aren't going to happen until also we also not only in front of the scene, we have to make sure that we have us behind the scenes. But I'm putting myself out there, obviously, because I've always sorry for the cat. Um, but for commentary, cause that's always something that I wanted to do. But again, there isn't people who look like me on there, but it's really just starting to bite the bullet be like, okay, I want to see this change. I need to start doing it. So just hopefully I'll have a good 2022 of just pushing myself to really go down these avenues so we can create a lane so we can have more people that follow after me that can get maybe farther than me and so on and so on. Um, as far as me, I, I got two things. Um, the first one I want to get out there, uh, it's about because Brian mentioned earlier the BRP 50. If Carmelo Hayes isn't on the BRP 50 this year, we got issues, Cal. And look, it, 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 is, a, it is a group of four, <laughs> don't come at me specifically. 
But I again, if anybody wants to debate our list, we were free. We matter of fact, I believe we were on. We love wrestling. We've definitely hit wrestling realm, you know, to discuss what the picks were, you know, and, and a lot. And I will say, I, I've been saying it. A lot of people gave us flack for how high we had Jay Cargill, and uh, and then a couple of months later, I was in New York and I saw her on everybody's uh, billboards. I saw her on everybody's, you know, posters and 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 and, and killing on the TV show. So you know, slow your roll, and, and, and just like because Trady be acting like you know he what he say, people be asking me what. We, 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 what our projection for the future is. And then you see a year later where these people going and the moves they making, like, you know, I, I, there's a lot of pro, the five of us alone. There's a lot of dope pro wrestling knowledge out there within our community that I think people sleep on. Um, and it's not just with black folks. I, 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 I want to, well, I'll, I'll debate anybody. I'll debate anybody about anything. I want to have those conversations because people need to see that black folks aren't just rah rah Bianca, rah rah Sasha, whoever you know the 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 current black star is. Black people been watching, you know what I'm saying? We've been here, and we could talk about this shit just like any of y'all could talk about it. But they they don't. They only talk about us when they say Twitter is is trying to cancel somebody. Yo, I'm yeah. glad he brought up Jay's name. If y'all watch the We Love Wrestling, put the car right there, Trady. Boom. Um, the BRP <laughs> after the BRP. <laughs> after the 50. Uh, after know, the 50. He, he said Jay Cargill name. And I said, because, you know, I want to start an argument. Why wasn't Brandy on there? Um, Why wasn't Brandy on there? Was, was a question that was thing. asked. Yeah. It was a whole thing. But, uh, Tay, he when he said Jay Cargill, I remember you earlier asked, you didn't think the women's division was big enough for another championship. Um, I've been saying this since they announced that. How do you keep Britt Baker away from Jade? Um, me. Are you saying for me personally? Or no, I'm just else? saying. How do you keep Britt Baker away from Jade? You create the TBS championship. Yep. And people won't worry about. Jay being over there with Britt, they'll keep them separate for a while because the way they build in Jay, Jay would have to beat Britt Baker whenever they see each other. But this just gives them more time. Um, well, just on a standpoint, <clears throat> a gripe I have is how they just kind of threw Abaddon at for like you know a Halloween special against Britt Baker, gave her, I think it was a title match, or I don't even know if it was or not. I wasn't really paying attention but watching the match it's like Abaddon is a zombie and you're letting her put her fingers in her mouth and that's how you beat a zombie it's kind of like uh, why <laughs> like you just made Abaddon look not the strongest not logical is it a lot of the stuff I don't want to do see if I see we get too far into it we start getting a little because Again, we actually we actually watch and understand this stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's not just cheering for everybody black, although that is a very important part of it. I've never seen somebody lose both the fuse. They was in major fuse, but still get the championship. But that's neither here nor there. Um, as far as things black that are coming <laughs> coming up, you got black wrestlers matter. You got black on all four sides. You got uh, Grapital in DC. Um, you got so much going on. Uh, you got, you got say it loud, all black, everything. Um, just get out and support some black talent out here. You feel me? Um, 
just everywhere you go. Like if you come to our page, I know I ain't been posting on Instagram like that. There's reasons for that. You know what I'm saying? But I'm still following the independent scene and everything. I'm still seeing it. I love it. You can ask me about it. I didn't give a list this year only because I do have a list, but I didn't put it out. I'm not putting it out yet. I probably won't put it out. But yeah, uh, I hope I hope the best for y'all that y'all say that. Um, but yeah, I can, I can give names also if you guys want some cool wrestlers. If you haven't heard, of you got names at least over here. Go um, names out there, Taylor. You ever hear of um, Brother Greatness? Great. Yeah, he's different. Um, you got you about the name of a bunch of New York people, Tay. Oh, I, I'll name a over here. I mean, I. No, I'm playing with you. I'm playing with you. Go ahead. <laughs> um, and you got Karen Bam Bam. She's great. She's something different. Mm-hmm. Um, she's she, on Black uh, Black Girl Magic. Yeah, she was on Black Girl Magic. Um, shout out to Karen. She just went uh, against um Brooke Valentine, and Brooke got her up on her shoulders. And Karen's a big girl, and electric. Chair dropped her, and I cannot believe I just saw that. Go and watch it. It's a great match. It's at the Pizza Party Restival thing. Definitely give that a watch. Um, I'm trying to get find a gift, or if no, free on uh, YouTube, free on YouTube. If you look watching the video and you look right there, boop, the clip just went. Yep. But go ahead. And um, another one that is pretty interesting, and they have been on AEW Dark, is uh, Big Game Leroy. He's doing, he's out here wrestling with a switch. Um, so yeah, those, those are some names I got. <laughs> she gave us three. You know, come on with three, uh, Cal. I mean, like Lee Moriarty. Okay. I uh, I. Um... I was one of the teams that I still need to catch up more on. Waves and curls. That mo like that that oh, spoke. Waves and curls. Way the, the way the way the dude said the team of waves and curls. Like, that's just <laughs> how they say their name. Shouts to waves and curls though. And uh, I mean, damn, you mentioned Amber Rodriguez. Uh, who is Willow Nightingale? Every time I see her on my timeline, I want her to shine. And she shouts to her getting some, some, you know, some work in some federations, you know, over the last year or so. But uh, that's another one. And she's like a real, like, big smile, like very positive. Like, you know, I, we need to see more stuff like that in the, in, in the community from, you know, black folks, especially, you know, seeing, you know, that representation for black women out there is always dope. And that's like really Willow, like. You can click the card right there. You can tell. You can tell. Click the card and watch our spotlight with Willow. Over a thousand views. Thank you all. Uh, Brian H. on her name for a minute, man. (laughs) She has. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, I mentioned uh, Amber. Also, Rache Chanel. Watch (sighs) out for her. (laughs) Excuse me. Come on. You know, uh, somebody who was just doing your um, your end of the year review on the thumbnail, the whoa. I mean, watch out for the whoa, whoa. Gotta watch out for her, you know. And um, also, my boys, uh, Mason and uh, Mason Walls and his tag partner, uh, his name escaped me, Tony. Um, but yeah, watch out for them too. So. The black uh black tag team that y'all should be watching on Okay, okay, okay. Nicole. Get, get right. 
Um, I'm not sure if anyone said her yet, but Savannah Evans. Come on, um, man. We, come on, talk man. about it. Talk. I love Savannah Evans and like how we're talking about the diversity amongst ourselves. She's so different and she's just such a captivating performer. And I think she's very, very slept on. And I'm so happy to see her that she's on impact and getting TV time because she deserves it. So I think that's someone to really watch out for. Um, also, I want to speak about JTG. Mm. Um, I think shout out to him. Unfortunately, he's right now fighting COVID. Um, but I, I think he is. I think he's really been just on a roll the past year and a half, especially during a pandemic. I think he was one of the people who was able to. So I'm just like happy to see where he's going, especially him and um, NWA in this tag with, I don't remember, was it Dango? He's calling himself now or fuck he's calling with them. They're killing it. Um, yeah, and I think also, um, Tasha Steeles, as always. Damn. Damn. Right when she was giving Tasha Steeles, y'all cut her like that? You see? like that? Censorship. Censorship. Um, they knew. Shout out to Tasha Steeles, you know. <laughs> the Bariqua badass, you know. If y'all don't know about Tasha Steeles, her energy is just ridiculous when she get out there out there to do it you know she's not playing um brian keith for me out of texas you know what i'm saying i mess with brian keith uh-oh got the mutant code um and oh yeah technology always be getting in the way. okay technology back um and I mean, without a doubt, I have to mention this, you know, I, and I'm, I'm going to tell the story behind this. So I was on my way out and I saw it was a pre-show on YouTube. And, you know, I was like, let me just put this on. You know, I, I listen to it while I'm going. And NWA came on. And literally the first thing I heard him say, we're going to open up with Darius Lockhart. And I said, oh, okay. So Darius got maybe one word out. And, you know, on YouTube, you have to double tap it to go back 10 seconds. After mm -hmm. his first word, I said, this sound like going to be something special. Let me just record it. Not thinking nothing to myself. Then got done and I posted on YouTube because I'm like, ain't nobody watching this NWA kickoff show on a Saturday night. So let me just post this up. Let them know watching it bro saw what you just did within a minute of it going on when i said that thing got like sixty-nine thousand views and so many retweets and my phone died before i even got to go out <sighs> bruh watch out for darius larkart he's in the junior heavyweight uh championship tournament um he's something special and he's different. That boy different. That boy super different. That promo, watching that because we when we the first time we had him on, um, that was him. You know what I'm saying? Like he looked like a revolutionary out the 70s. That 
that's that that's just his vibe. But then watching that promo, I like I, like you're hitting the screen. Like, wait, is 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 something wrong? Like, it felt it it had like a muted vibe. I don't know. It could have just been me, but it, I felt like I was watching what I should have been watching when I was growing up. You know what I'm saying? And and it wasn't like he stumbled. Like he 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 knew what the fuck he was talking about, and, and it came off so effortless, man. That it, I. That boy different. That boy different. And it was greatness because when I tell you, I was sad. And it, it's certain times, you know, you hear stuff and you like, hmm. But it's just that first tone, I was like, okay, this different right here. Let me let me record this because people going to need to hear this. But that boy talking right now. And uh, now I'm just, Darius like look out for Darius Lockhart if you don't know. Um, whew. That boy, what? And, and shout out to Calvin Tankman too, from Indianapolis. Look out, that man. February, yeah, we talked about all these events. February fifth, here in Indianapolis, because I live in Indianapolis. Naptown All Pro, Jay Rose, Calvin Tankman, Hoodfoot, Chase Holiday, Sean Kemp. They are the people that own that company. In conjunction. With the Far East Side Community Center. Far East Side, if you're from that listening, you know what I'm saying? That's where we reside. Uh, got art, combat, and community stuff going on. <clears throat> Y'all gonna be coming to Naptown, you know what I'm saying? Just know that. I was and planning on going coming to the show, so all the way from little New York. Shout out to that. I mean, welcome to the city. It's gonna be cold. If they having it where I think they having it, it's going down. Um, might even set up an after party. But you that's know. what's up. That's what's up. Man, Nicole was having problems. She's out of here. She might come back in. We've been here for like what an hour. And a- See, we he, talk to people. He said thirty minutes, y'all. He said that. He I said, said thirty minutes. minutes. We've been here for an hour and a half. I said, I said I, what? I said you sure? This this don't sound like a thirty minute situation. But hey, uh, <laughs> first time I talked to Black Wrestling, it was supposed to be a thirty minute situation. But wait, you know, wait. that thing went on for like two and a half hours. Wait, we did the the episode was a part one. I don't think we recorded off air, but we never. We also never did part two. No part two. We we did all that. Well, we we've been back. We've been back on twice, but we never released the second part. Which at this point we could release it because I, mean, I wouldn't. I I may need to see it first. I don't know what was. I was just talking about is uh Black History Month. Uh, That's the yeah. only thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm I'm. I just I just want to make sure. I don't remember. I don't. I don't yeah, remember. I watched it uh, maybe two weeks ago, and I was like, "Man, this wasn't even bad. Why did we cut this?" Because I'm like, "Now we just talk about this this dude openly." And, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. That's um, his fault. That's not my fault. Yeah, That's his that, fault. Yeah, whatever. Uh, that guy. <laughs> Let me put a little "We Love Wrestling" into this because if you don't know and you come on here, what I make everybody do if you don't, uh, we make you put yourself over. So you know that's where we have you. Let the people know your social media because, you know, if we got you on here, the people need to know your social media, where they can find you, things you got coming up. We just ask for you to put yourself over, Mr. Brian H. Waters. All right. So y'all can find me every week on the Mac Mania podcast, um, which is on the Ring of Wrestling Network. That comes out every Tuesday. Wait a but minute. Did, he, you, did you just stun on us like that? Big stunt. Big flex in the <laughs> chat. 
Big flex in the Wait chat. Wait a minute, Brian. Wait a minute. <laughs> he, said the ring. Yeah, he said it so calm. The Ring of Podcast Network. You know the fucking vibe. <laughs> um, but yeah, so and then, you know, you can find me at home on the wrestling realm uh, each week. Uh, shout out to my partner, the real Dwayne Allen. Um, you know, he actually designed this shirt, says Proud Wrestling Fan. So y'all can get that on our merch store, wrestlingrealm.com. Uh, and as well as like other shirts and hoodies and stuff. So we definitely appreciate all the support. But yeah, you can subscribe on YouTube and on all social media platforms. And then you might also find me playing some old classic games on uh, Nintendo 64 or Super Nintendo on, uh, you know, playing on Twitch at Wrestling Realm. Mm. The woman behind Black Girl Magic Tay, we ask you to put yourself over? Um, well, for one, I'm just going to say uh, keep your uh, eyes and ears open. Um, there may be, a, may be a future announcement soon about something cool. Um, uh, and yeah, just follow me on all my socials at Spice Spiegel. Um, I am in training, so hopefully, you know, I can grapple with the best of them. You training to be a wrestler? Yep, I'm I am. Gotta say it all like... soft like that, and I'm training. So. That's dope. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Speak that shit up, Barry mm-hmm. Spice Spiegel. Yes, love it, love it. Uh oh, Calisto, we would like for you to put yourself over. It's always difficult when, when if I'm not at the day job where I'm interview, I'm lucky enough to interview. <laughs> So my favorite WWE superstars <laughs> like uh, Bobby Lashley and Bianca Belair and, Who was that again? and Bianca, Bobby Lashley, Bianca Belair, okay. Biggie. I interviewed both of them twice last year. Okay. I did live more again, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Roman Reigns, you know, it, it, it's, I, I, I got to do something to keep the lights on. Um, it's not, I'm, Tell you, about the legend. Tell about the legend. Hey, that's what I learned. I learned from him. Tell him about the legend. I mean, I've I've talked to Goldberg's, you know. What I mean, you know, whatever. I, I interviewed I interviewed Cena before. I mean, no, who, tell him about the legend. Which legend you talk about? This is a we, lot of people. You know who I'm talking about. I don't know. I've talked. I, I mean, you, did you call him Chris Jericho a legend? I talked to him a couple times too. <laughs> <laughs> I did speak with The Rock. Yeah, The Rock did. Uh, I was sitting in this chair and uh, and, and he talked to me about uh, how, how he started rapping on the Tech Nine song and, 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 so, and put yourself over, move past. That. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. I, mean, it, it, I was I was supposed to be talking to the man about Red Notice, and I said uh, something about the music, and I said, "Oh yeah, maybe I heard you rapping. Maybe put more of your music in the movies." Like, you know what, man, Cal? Let me tell you this story. And he just went off, and it was like he didn't cut a promo, but for like three minutes, this man broke down how he wanted to rap. He said, "Tech, I don't want to cut a promo. I'm rapping." And then he gave him that 16, and Tech was like, you know what? Let's let's work on this a little bit. But then <laughs> the, the shit went viral. You know what I mean? I wasn't expecting that. Shout salute to Dwayne Johnson. Uh, and when, when you go on your uh, presidential campaign, you know, holler at me. We're gonna do the sit-down interview. I, I that's all I want. Um, when I'm not doing that stuff though, is 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 at Black Rasslin on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Blackrasslin.com is the website. Or you can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, wherever you get your podcast, we are there. But most importantly, youtube.com slash black wrestling. Uh let's get those subscription numbers up. If 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 I made you laugh here, if you listen to the Black Wrestling Podcast and you chuckle once and that subscription button is red, please just click it, make it gray, 
like it. It helps us. That's what they say. Put us in the algorithm. I don't fucking know. But it, it put I, I put the pod over. Ain't nobody podding like us. You know what I'm saying? Our code opens is different. You know what I mean? Our conversations is different. And we owe. You don't even know what we're talking about half the time. But guess what? When it's time to get in that conversation on if MJF really is the guy or if he's just Miz 2.0, we got you. That's it. That's it. That's, uh, that, that, uh, that's all I can say. I can't say no more. Oh, okay. Next time. Nicole, if you know you always here, you know they already know. Go ahead and put yourself on. Yeah. Um, I'll just do a slight plug, obviously. Just follow our podcast, um, Down for the Count. So um, you can find us on Instagram at D4TC underscore podcast. Um you can find us on Twitter at down um, number four, um, the count 19. Um, again, we're on Facebook. We don't go over there. You can listen to our shows, which are on all podcast platforms that are everything from Spotify to anchor Google podcasts, where, I feel like we're special is that we have four completely different type of women who all from different walks of life and we all enjoy wrestling, but it's all different and we all have our big ass personalities and we'll argue sometimes on there. We will literally completely go off a tangent from whatever the hell we started off the conversation with and it will turn the episode to something else, but that's good sometimes, but um yeah then you can also obviously catch us on here on we love wrestling various platforms as well so Ooh. i mess with them down for the countdown since day one day one shit um terry we would like for you to go ahead and put yourself over oh okay oh give me one second here <clears throat> Follow me on Instagram at WeLUB Wrestling. Also on Twitter at WeLUB Wrestling One. Um, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. We are approaching 5K. I was holding off on putting up videos because uh, YouTube did not want to give me my money, but they did unlock the money. So matches will be coming back. Um, also, if you're watching this on YouTube, go to our podcast site, subscribe there. And if you're listening on the podcast, which Shout out to y'all listening on the podcast platform because I went on that thing and that thing said 78 listens to the last podcast. And I said, us? (laughs) All right, then. Um, So we will continue to upload on podcast platforms, even though we're not a podcast. But I will try to talk more with people. I probably won't talk about weekly wrestling at all because I know people. And I get phone calls and text messages and I ain't got time for that. Um, But you know, it's been enjoyable here. It's been great. We got all these beautiful black people joining us. Got Tay here. I ain't even know Tay. Uh, I mean, I knew Tay did black wrestlers, uh, black girl magic, but I ain't know Tay like that. Uh, Brian H. He came on last year. Black wrestling. They came on last year. Uh, down for the count. Like I said, day one. It's greatness. I will put this up on a Black Friday, but we're gonna put this up on a Tuesday. Because y'all need to hear this. Uh, before we get out of here, people, <clears throat> any last words or forever hold your peace? I I just want to shout out my brothers, Math, Fam, and Drip. Uh, 
Yeah, black wrestling every day, all day. You already know the vibe. The community. Hashtag the community. Hashtag black wrestling draws. All that. Shout out all to that. the whole black wrestling podcast fam over there. I mess with them. Shout out to the whole wrestling round fam over there. Shout out to the whole down for the count fam over there. And shout out to Tay and anybody who worked for her since she put shows together. But uh, any other shout outs where I go? Um, I would like to just say, like, you know, once again, to hit it home. Um, if you don't like what's on your television, support all these wonderful people. Anyone that is, um, you know, any wrestler um, that looks like us, you know, um, the only way it's going to change, it starts from the bottom and moves its way up. And if they see that uh, independent wrestling, like black independent wrestling is making you know, is being supported, is getting those views, um, then, you know, they'll start putting more of us in uh, hopefully predominant roles. Or if not, do we really need them? No, I, I don't know that yet. So I guess we'll see when the future, what the future holds. Amen. Facts. Well, I guess that's it, guys. You know what I'm saying? That, that, that's it. Uh as we love wrestling, you know, it's 2020-22. Just want to thank everybody for joining us. You know what I'm saying? I was going to say the wrong gear, but I want to thank everybody for joining us here. I appreciate this. I want to... You'll see what happens, but... <clears throat> I got this right here, but I'm trying to make this with all the black podcasters and people in the community. That's cool. I'm trying to turn this into this. I like that. Black Fist Coalition coming soon. If you ain't heard about it, I just made it off off the top of my head, but it sounds good. <laughs> uh, but I'm trading. Nah, you gotta go write that down. Oh, I ain't forgot about it. It's been on uh, since <laughs> I just said. It. So yeah. Matter of fact, Black Fist Coalition. What up, Nicole? You in it? Black Wrestling Podcast. Y'all in it? Okay. Nine H Waters Wrestling Room, y'all in it? Mm-hmm. Tell you can be involved. You know we don't really know you, but I don't know if you podcast or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? But you can be a company that's represented in it. Mm-hmm. Black Fist Coalition. I mean, I don't know. Maybe somebody out there got that name already. But as black podcasters and black people in the community, it's certain people that you mess with, and it's always good that you check in with them to make sure things going straight. Keep your mental safe. Fuck these haters. And like I always say, if I love wrestling and you love wrestling, then we love wrestling. It's two, not gonna say that today, but it's for the culture. Ooh. I should have said two sweet shin. No. 